Hi, welcome to episode 522 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott, and according to an email I got from Tumblr, they recommend I follow the Tumblr accounts of a modern-day blacksmith, a non-binary teenager, and Blink182. Where do they get these recommendations from? I don't want to follow any of those. You know, I don't follow the Tumblr accounts of anybody that doesn't have the word naked in their screen name. Today is Fantastic Four 522 from March 2005. Rising Storm, Part 3, by Mark Wade and Mike Weringo. Okay, so I posted an episode yesterday, and I'm posting one today, and I plan to post one tomorrow and the next day. I've done over 500, and I've only got a little over 100 more episodes to go. I'm really excited about finishing so I can do a podcast about something else. So I'm going to try to start knocking these things out a little more uh, quicker. So the issue begins with a story told by Johnny Storm to Galactus about Galactus, as if he doesn't know this stuff already, about a planet called Ta, billions, trillions, trillions of years ago in a universe that doesn't exist anymore. And Galen was born to a race of people in a land of peace and tranquility and bad haircuts. Galen pulled a Jor-El and was like, Hey everybody, this planet is about to be destroyed, along with all of existence. Galen blasted off into space while everyone else on their world accepted their sad fates. And then Galen's ship was bombarded with, get this, cosmic rays. And Johnny's like, hey, that's kind of like our origin. So Galen's crew was wiped out, but Galen survived. And someone started talking to him. It was, the sent- it was the sentience of the universe. Who knew the universe had a sentience? But I guess it does, or it did. And the universe told Galactus that they can both survive together by combining into a new life form. So the universe collapsed in on itself, and there was a big bang, and a new universe began. Not that new universe, just a generic new universe with Galen being in his ship the entire time. And finally, he realized he had become a cosmic being of energy, and he created a big spaceship, and he gestated inside for billions of years. And eventually, he emerged as Galactus, the devourer of worlds. Back in the present, Johnny says, this casts Galactus in a whole new light. After five billion years, he's forgotten what it's like to be human. He goes on to say that deep down, they are both motivated by the same thing. What's for dinner? The Big G hasn't had enough of this. He zaps Johnny with his eye beams and says, You have have prattled on on enough. enough. You have served served your purpose purpose by by unveiling the worlds from from which Galactus Galactus will now feed. Johnny grimaces and thinks to himself that he has stalled as long as he could. Just then, a big, long, stretchy arm reaches in and pulls Johnny back. He's reunited with the rest of the Fantastic Four, who have invaded Galactus's ship, while Quasar puts up a force field to protect them from Galactus's eye beams. The first thing Johnny asks is, Quasar? You replaced me with Quasar? You know, that's not such a bad replacement. Reed starts talking to Johnny, but Johnny's distracted. He can see some of the fondest memories of his teammates, using his cosmic powers, or whatever it is. He, he can see the most important parts of his teammates, like he can see Reed as an explorer and as a husband getting it on with Sue, 
With Sue, he can see her love for her children. And in Ben, he can see him as a college football player getting cheered for and as a test pilot in a test in a jet plane. And he says to the others, I saw you guys. I really saw you in ways I never have before. I don't offer this up very often, but I am so proud to know you. You truly are fantastic. Ugh, I'm going to vomit. Suddenly, Galactus stops fighting and turns his attention back toward his planet-eating machines. Johnny starts giving out orders, telling Sue and Ben to wreck the converter, and tells Quasar to distract Galactus, and then to follow Reed's instructions to the letter. So they split up, Ben and Sue head over to wreck the machine, with Ben expressing concern that they just took orders from Johnny. So they get to the machine and they start trashing the hell out of it. Back with Galactus, he's shooting his eye beams at Quasar, who's blocking them with his energy shield. You, you exasperate, exasperate me, me, me Earth, Earth son. son, Galactus says. It's a living, Quasar replies. Back with Johnny, he's telling Reed about the kind of device he can build to defeat Galactus. Reed says that Galactus was created by the friggin' Big Bang. What Johnny has in mind won't work. But Johnny says that if Reed builds it, Johnny will pump all the cosmic power he has into it. Meanwhile, some robots pop up to fight with Ben and Sue, but then something shifts and Ben falls over and Quasar yells out that Galactus is sending his converter down to the planet. Reed tells Johnny that his plan just might work. Johnny goes and trades places with Quasar, with Galactus telling Johnny that he does not tolerate defiant heralds. And that seems to be Galactus' biggest problem, defiant heralds. He has a hard time finding good help. Plus, he forced Johnny to be his herald in the first place. What did he expect? Complete cooperation? Back with Reed and Quasar, they're following the converter machine down to the planet, when, and Ben and Sue are still inside, trying to do as much damage as they can. Reed starts to instruct Quasar on how to build this device that they need using Quasar's quantum band energy power stuff. When the converter gets close to the planet, because of all the damage done by Ben and Sue, it starts to topple over and crashes down on the surface. The Big G heads down to the planet and uses his eye beams to repel Sue and Ben away from his machines. I wish I had eye beams like that. I would use them to repel the little ants away from my dollhouse that I made out of Twinkies. Galactus starts repairing his machine while Ben and Sue go over to Reed and Quasar and ask what they're up to. Ben says the device looks familiar. Johnny explains that it's a bigger version of the gun used earlier to switch Johnny and Sue's powers a few issues back. So the device is ready, Johnny powers it up with cosmic energy, and it fires at Galactus. This should be interesting. The ray hits Galactus, who says, No, Galactus yields to none. He's like the Mitch McConnell of supervillains. Galactus is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the... And, oops, Galactus disappears, leaving his empty purple and blue outfit on the ground. Wasn't the outfit just an image that people can see, not in real... Now, wait a minute. Wasn't that outfit just an image that people could see, and not a real outfit, by the way? Johnny falls to the ground as his cosmic power is gone. They look over at Galactus' armor, and out walks Galen, an ordinary man. The end... Oh, what a great cliffhanger. Holy crap. So far, this is one of the best Galactus stories I've read in a long time. 
I'll be back tomorrow with part four. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, Dave Elliott at podcastff, and you can download other episodes at iTunes, or you can find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over.